Good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Lenny, and um, it's the first broadcast of the new week, and I believe it's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday, and um, I'm just happy to be here with you, and I want to start out the way I always start out, and that is by telling you how much that I love and appreciate you so very, very, very much. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, all that you do for us. Cards, letters, texts, messages, and of course, you know, your financial blessings. And uh, without them, we would not be. We would not be able to continue. And, uh, you know, we, we're going to be looking more and more um, for your assistance, for your partnership in getting this gospel message out. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking more about that. In, in the in the near future but thank you for all that you do and all that you are and all that you give your gifts your giving means so much to us thank you and for those of you who are looking for ways to give um, our website new life ministry mhv.org if you go to that site you know um, it it, it has everything. It has videos, um, um, the video library from, from messages of, of, of the past. It has our live stream. Our live stream is on it right now. Um, it has a section where you could email me if you have questions or comments. And it has, it has a partnership, sec partnership section where, where it, it will show you how to give, the different ways you can give, right there online uh, with a phone number to text and the website has everything. <clears throat> and before we be, we go on, I want to promote um, an event that is going to be taking place at our place um, February 19th at 6 p.m. Uh, Lori's going to hold up the brochure and uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think it's in there. And it's going to be called A Night of Healing for All. A night of healing for all, 6 p.m., Sunday night, the 19th, and uh, we're going to have worship, we're going to have praise, um, I'm going to be sharing um, and, and, and speaking, Lori is going to be sharing, and Allison Johnson and, and Zane Johnson will be sharing, they have a, a growing ministry, A to Z Ministries, they also are featured on Healing Journeys uh, today. And uh, with Julian Hartman, and, and they are always a blessing. Right now, they're scheduled to be with us live via Zoom, but we are working on a way to fly them up so they can be here in person. So hold out for more information on that. But that will be Friday, I mean, uh, Sunday, uh, February 19th, 6 p.m. Please spread the word. And if you know anyone that needs healing, that's going to be a night of the supernatural and the miraculous. So we wanted to promote that. So here we go. Tuesday, and we're on number nine in our, in our exploration of faith. We are in point number nine. We're probably in our fifth or sixth week. Now, when I um, uh, spoke in advance as to what I will be sharing uh, in the future. I talked about this one, 
and I had a response from from people, you know, like questioning um, this fact. And number nine, today we're going to be discussing, we're going to be discussing, exploring, discussing our faith. And I made this statement that I would be talking about our faith, which is greater than the faith of the apostles. So number nine is a faith that is greater than the apostles. And you think about it, and I know immediately people started saying, how in the world can we have a faith greater than the apostles? And we're going to tell you why. It might take a couple of days for this point, but that's all right. We'll take our time. And we're going to start out by reading a portion of scripture. And I'm, I'm not going to read the whole portion of scripture, but I'm going to be reading from John chapter 20. Okay? John chapter 20. And what version am I in? I am in the King James Version. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just in the King James Version. <clears throat> so, this is talking about when, when um, you know, at the third day, the empty tomb, and Mary, you know, going to visit that, you know, the site. She was going to hopefully um, anoint the body, um, anoint the body of Jesus, who she expected to still be there in the tomb. So this is where we will we'll pick up. And it said, as she's looking into the empty tomb, and they said unto her, woman, why, why are you weeping? So she said to them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they have laid him. And when she had said, finished saying that, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. Can, can you imagine? She turned around and saw Jesus standing there. And he said unto her, woman, why are you crying? Oh, I, I just said that. And she turned herself around and she saw Jesus standing there. But listen to what it says. It says, and she didn't know that it was Jesus. Can you imagine that? Seeing him, I'm looking at Lori, I'm talking to Lori, seeing Jesus with her own two eyes. Can you imagine this? Our senses, you know, the senses that we let govern our, our life, right? Mm -hmm. Our senses, we, we let define what's happening around us. The senses that we um, gain confidence in. So here it is, this sense of sight. It says she's looking right at Jesus. She's looking at him. So think about it. She's looking at him, the sense of sight, and she's hearing him speak, the sense of sound, whatever. And it says that she doesn't know it's him. She doesn't know it's him. Just think about it. Oh, how nice it would be for you to have a vision of Jesus. You know, we've heard Kenneth Hagin talk about it. You know, we've heard various uh, people in the ministry. You know, he's like, oh, if I could ever, if I could ever see, if I could ever see, if I could ever see. I, I know Andrew, Andrew Womack, you know, um, um, one of the ministries that, you know, I, I, don't only, I don't only follow, but I'm a, I'm a director at one of his Bible colleges. You know, he's... He's always shares he's never received, he's never, unlike them, he's like, what's different? What's so different about him? You know, why hasn't he? But he has it. He has it. And uh, so here, 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 this is just, 
she sees him and she hears him and she doesn't know it's him. You don't need your senses to know it's him. You don't need your senses to see him. You don't need your senses to hear him. Remember that. So she's, so, um, she supposed that it was the gardener. And she said to him, she's talking to him face to face. Sir, if you have, have, uh, have taken him somewhere, tell me where. And I will go and I will take him away. And then Jesus said unto her, Mary, Mary. And she turned herself and said unto him, wow. She finally recognized Rabboni, Rabboni, which is to say master. So Mary came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day, that evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in their midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. So now look at what happens next. This is amazing. You would think that would be enough for them. Jesus stands in front of them. Again, their senses, right? They have to get their senses involved or they just won't believe. They have to get their senses in tune or they just, they, they just can't comprehend what's going on. They have to visually see. They have to hear. So then, now look what happens. So when he had said, after he had said, it's me, you know, he then had to show them his hands. He showed them his hands, and he showed them his sides. So after appearing, after speaking, after showing them his hands, and after showing them his sides, then it says the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But what did, John, what, did, what did Thomas say? Thomas gets a bad rap. You know, but Thomas said, Look, except I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger in, in the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I'm not going to believe. So here's, here's, he's no better than the other disciples. They had to see, they had to hear, they had to look at his, his nails, pierced hands, they had to see the, the piercing in his side. Thomas wasn't any better. He wasn't any different. So in other words, they're saying, unless, do you, please, listen to what I'm saying. <clears throat> the disciples' faith <coughs> was in, Laurie, the disciples' faith was in, they can, in what they can see with their senses, in what they can hear with their senses, in what they can feel. See, now they're getting touch. They got sight, they got hearing, they got touch. As long as, until they can touch. So you can see what their faith, their faith was based on. Their faith was based on Sense knowledge. Thomas, because you have seen me, you believed? Now look at what Jesus, Jesus says. 
Blessed are you, Lori Rolla. Blessed are you, Lenny Rolla. Blessed are you, Joanne Roll. I'm just going to go through all the roles. <laughs> blessed are you. Oh, I can't say Allison Roll anymore. Now it's Allison Johnson. All right. But blessed are you because you believe without the engaging of your senses. Blessed are they that have not seen, have not touched, have not heard me face to face and yet had believed. Now this is powerful because listen what it says next. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples do, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you might have life through his name. So now, why do I say a faith greater than the apostles? Their faith was a sense knowledge faith. Their faith was based upon what they saw, what they heard, and what they were able to feel. And it goes on to say, well, we know that Jesus was here 40 days before he ascended into heaven. So for 40 days, they were with him. They were watching. They were seeing. They were hear hearing. They were, they were feeling. Their senses were engaged with what was going on, what, would, what Jesus was doing. And so that is what developed their faith. It wasn't a faith that came from believing by not seeing. And when Jesus said, blessed are those who will believe and who have not seen, that word blessed means, that word blessed means supremely blessed supremely blessed we are not just blessed you know sometimes you see you see the word we're blessed so we're blessed we're blessed no these words in the greek are are so often magnified and and our translations do not do not fully explain or reveal the magnification behind the words. So here it is. So Jesus is not saying, Jesus is not saying, right? Blessed are those that have not seen and yet believe. Jesus is saying, supremely blessed. Supremely blessed will be those who believe and who have not seen like you have seen. Supremely blessed. Extremely fortunate. Can you imagine? Jesus is saying, hey guys, extremely blessed will be those who haven't seen like you have seen. Extremely fortunate will be those who believe and who haven't seen like you have seen. Extremely well off. This one is hard. This one's well off. You would think they would have been well off. They saw him. They touched him. They felt him. They felt the nail-scarred hands. They, they felt the piercing in his side. But he said, no, 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 no. Extremely blessed are those who haven't seen or haven't touched, who haven't heard, who have not been, you know, awakened to their senses. Extremely made well off. Extremely happy. And so now we know 
Why is Jesus saying this? Because Paul tells us real faith, not sense knowledge faith, which is what they operated in, which is what they operated in. We're not operating in sense knowledge faith. This is perhaps the reason why what has already been provided hasn't already taken place. Because we're still trying to operate in sense knowledge faith or in and within the senses. And so this is Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So faith, real faith, God faith, the faith that we all possess, comes from, is birthed from, springs forth from what is heard. And what is heard comes through the words of the Christ, the anointed one and the anointing. Real faith, not sense knowledge faith. This is what we've been talking about for the last five or six weeks. In the Mirror Study Bible, chapter 10, verse 17 says, It is clear then that faith's source, not sense knowledge faith, Real faith, God faith, faith that's born within when we become born again, springs forth, birth from within. It is clear that faith's true source is found in the content of the message that is heard. And that message that is heard is Christ, the anointed one and the anointing. We are God's audience. Jesus is God's language. In the Greek, the word ek is a preposition that denotes source of origin. Thus faith, thus the origin of faith comes out of the word that reveals Jesus Christ. And Christ appears in all of our best and earliest manuscripts. So why all of our translations, all, why, why don't all of our translations use the word Christ? I don't know. I don't know. And so think of it. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us, who we haven't seen, who we haven't touched, who we haven't felt. We are more than conquerors. Why? Because we are supremely blessed. We are supremely fortunate. We are supremely well off because we walk by true faith, not by sense knowledge faith not by sight. Philippians 4.13, we can do all things through Christ, the anointed one and the anointing, which strengthens us because of true faith that springs forth from within. We know and we understand that we have been truly blessed with all things. We know and we understand, not by the senses, not by our reasonings, not by sense knowledge, but by true faith, by his stripes. We were healed. We know that 1 John chapter 4, 17 is a reality. As Jesus is, so are we. And as Jesus did, so can we do. But here we go, guys. And this is going to be a part two. Because now we're going to get into some things that, that I'm beginning to, after the walk that I've been in, you think that I'm beginning to figure things out? By the Holy Spirit? No, there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more of an unveiling. There's more of an unraveling. And tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, Thursday, we're going to unravel it more. 
Thursday, we're going to unravel it more. You are not going to want to miss Thursday as we continue. But here, we started part one of, of, of number nine, a faith that is greater than the apostles. And I hope that you've been seeing that. I hope that you've been becoming enlightened to that fact. Because then you could say, I have faith greater than what Peter had when he raised, when he set out his, set out his hand to the layman and said in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Yes, 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 yes. But our understanding has been clouded. Our understanding has been, has been muddied. But we're going to get rid of the mud and we're going to get rid of the cloud as we continue. And um, the reason why I say Thursday is because tomorrow, Wednesday, we'll be broadcasting live from a good friend of mine, a mentor of mine, uh, my very first youth pastor, my, uh, my, the best man at my wedding, a great friend since, since the 70s, uh, Reverend Pastor Don Foster. He's invited us in again tomorrow morning to to uh, be a part of his his broadcast, his live broadcast, and you know, pray for us, pray that the gospel message of grace, you know, that Lori and I stand with you with, you know, it comes out, you know, front and center, and uh, Jesus Christ is glorified. But we will be with with my my good friend and mentor, Pastor Don, Reverend Don Foster from Yorktown Assembly of God tomorrow. And um, we just love and appreciate him and Pastor Rose so very much. Pastor Rose won't be there, but but we'll be, we'll be with Pastor Don. So look forward. We're going to be putting that live on our site also so you can watch us, so you can, so you can hear that live presentation beginning at 9 o'clock. One more time, Lori is going to hold up this, uh, um, this, this announcement. Keep in the back of your mind, please. Um, February 19th at 6 p.m., a night of healing for all. You're not going to want to miss it. Promote it, promote it, promote it to everybody you know in this area. Okay? Everybody that you know in this area. You're going to want to be there. Healing is for us. Healing is now. Miracles have not ceased. You're going to want to invite them to be at that night. So, again, this is Pastor Lenny saying I love you. Thank you for joining. We'll be looking forward to seeing you tomorrow from Yorktown Assembly God. But... On Thursday, as we continue, number nine, a faith greater than all the apostles.